Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to roco snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast to find behind the scenes content. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the podcast app. Also, share us with a friend. Snoozecast is intended to be listened to one episode at a time rather than through continuous play. The episodes get softer as they get to the end and we don't want you to be woken back up. Most podcast players default to playing continuously, but there's usually an option to use a sleep timer. You can also simply listen directly through our website, snoozecast.com, where it will only play one episode at a time. If you'd like to get an email once a week with upcoming sleep stories and other news, subscribe to the Snoozeletter at snoozecast.com. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by the heavens above. Tonight, we'll read a folktale called A Pony Bolina Yen and the Sun from the book Philippine Folktales, published in 1916, compiled by anthropologist Mabel Cook Cole. This story comes from the Tingyen, or Itneg people, who live in a mountainous region in the Philippines. The Itnegs believe in the existence of numerous supernatural powerful beings. They believe in spirits and deities, the greatest of which they believe to be Kadaklan, who lives up in the sky and who created the earth, the moon, the stars, and the sun. Tonight, we'll read about the sun in particular and how he came to be married to a special mortal woman with magical powers. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body 
into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. One day, a pony Bolina Yen and her sister-in-law went out to gather greens and herbs for a salad. They walked to the woods to the place where the Siksiklat grew, for the tender leaves of this vine are very good to eat. While searching about in the underbrush, a pony Bolinian suddenly cried out with joy, for she had found the vine, and she started to pick the leaves. Pull as hard as she would, however, the leaves did not come loose, and all at once the vine wound itself around her body and began carrying her upward. Far up through the air she went, crashing through the canopy of treetops until she reached the open sky. And there, the vine set her down under a sky tree. A pony Bolinian was so surprised to find herself in the sky that for some time she just sat and looked around. And then, hearing a rooster crow, she arose to see if she could find it. Not far from where she had sat was a beautiful spring of gurgling clear water surrounded by tall betel nut trees whose tops were pure gold. The soft, sandy shore of the spring was actually made of rare and sparkling beads. In the place where women would traditionally set their carrying vessels when they came to dip water from the spring, there was a large golden plate. As a pony Bolina Yen stood admiring all the beauties of this spring, she beheld a little cottage nearby. She grew concerned lest the owner should find her there, since she knew she was a stranger in this sky world. She looked about for some means of escape and finally climbed to the top of a betel nut tree and hid. Now, the owner of this house was Inny Innit, also known as the Sun. He was never at home in the daylight, for it was his duty to shine in the sky and give light 
to all the world at the close of the day when the big star took his place in the sky to shine through the night and he in it returned to his cottage but early the next morning he was always off again from her place in the top of the beetle nut tree a pony Belina yen saw the sun when he came home at evening time and again the next morning she saw him leave when she was sure that he was out of sight she climbed down and entered his dwelling for she was very hungry she cooked up a nice pot of fluffy rice on the stove the stove consisting of a bed of ashes in which three stones were sunk and on these the pots were placed next into a pot of boiling water she dropped a stick for there was nothing else to cook the stick immediately turned into fish so that she had all she wished to eat when she was no longer hungry she lay down on the bed to sleep now late in the afternoon any in it returned from his work after welcoming the big star back for his shift and he went to fish in the spring near his house where he caught a big fish while he sat on the bank with the sand made of rare beads and the golden beetle nut trees shading him he cleaned his catch and he in it happened to look up toward his house and was startled to see that it appeared to be on fire he hurried home but when he reached the house he saw that it was not burning at all and he entered it was a mirage caused by the great beauty within on his bed he beheld what looked like a flame of fire but upon going closer he found that it was this beautiful woman fast asleep any in it stood for some time wondering what he should do and then he decided to cook some food and invite this lovely lady to eat with him for he so rarely had company he put rice over the fire to boil and cut into pieces the fish he had caught 
the noise of this awakened a pony bullying again, and she quietly slipped out of the house and back to the top of the betel nut tree. The sun did not see her leave, and when the food was prepared, he called to her, but the bed was empty. He had to eat all alone. That night, any in it could not sleep well, for all the time he wondered who the beautiful, strange woman could be. The next morning, however, he rose as usual and set forth to shine in the sky for that was his work. That day, a pony Bolina Yen stole again to the house of the sun and cooked food. And when she returned to the betel nut tree, she left rice and fish ready for the sun when he came home. Late in the afternoon, any in it went into his home. And when he found pots of hot rice and fish over the fire, he was greatly troubled. After he had eaten, he walked a long time in the fresh sky air. Perhaps it is done by the lovely woman who looks like a flame of fire, he said. If she comes again, I will try to catch her. The next day, the sun shone in the sky as before. And when the afternoon grew late, he called to the big star to hurry to take his place, for he was impatient to reach home. As he drew near the house, he saw that it again looked as if it was on fire. He crept quietly up the ladder, and when he had reached the top, he sprang in and shut the door behind him. A pony Bolinayen, who was cooking rice over the fire, was surprised and angry that she had been caught. But the son gave her some of his golden betel nuts, and they chewed together and told each other their names. Now, the betel nut is the nut of a type of palm tree. It is prepared for chewing by being cut into quarters, each piece being wrapped in betel leaf spread with lime great significance is given to the chewing of betel nuts before names are told 
or introductions given. And it appears to have been possible to foretell events and establish relationships simply based off of the betel nut chewing process. So, after they finished their betel nut chewing, a pony yen turned to the rice and fish she had cooked and served both of them gracefully. As they ate, they talked together and became acquainted. After some time, a pony yen and the sun were married. Every morning, the sun went to shine in the sky, and upon his return at night, he found his supper ready for him. However, he began to be troubled to know where the food came from. For though he brought home a fine fish every night, for some reason, a pony bulinian always refused to cook it. One night, he watched her prepare their meal, and he saw that, instead of using the nice fish he had brought, she only dropped a stick into the pot of boiling water. Why do you try to cook a stick? asked Innie in it in surprise so that we can have fish to eat, answered his wife. If you cook that stick for a month, it'll not be soft, said Innie in it. Take this real fish that I caught in the net, for it will be delicious. But a pony Bolinian only laughed, and when they were ready to eat, she took the lid off the pot and told any in it to come take a look. He saw that there were plenty of tender, fresh fish cooking in the pot. The next night and the next, a pony Bolinian cooked the stick and any in it became perplexed. He saw that though the stick always supplied them with fish, it never grew smaller. Finally, he asked a pony Bolina Yen again why it was that she cooked the stick instead of the fish he brought. She said, haven't you heard of the woman down on earth who has magical powers and can change things? Yes, answered the sun, and now I know that you have great power. 
Well then, said his wife, do not ask again why I cook the stick. And they ate their supper of rice and the fish, which the stick made. One night, not long after this, a pony Bolinian told her husband that she wanted to go with him the next day when he made light in the sky. Oh no, you can't do that, said the sun, for it's very hot up there. You cannot stand that kind of heat. We'll take lots of blankets and pillows, said the woman. And when the heat becomes really too much, I'll hide under them. Again and again, any in it begged her not to go. But as often as she again insisted on accompanying him, so, early in the morning, they set out, carrying with them piles of blankets and pillows. First, they went to the east, and as soon as they arrived, the sun began to shine and a pony Bolinian was by his side. They traveled toward the west, but when morning had passed into noontime and they had reached the middle of the sky, a pony Bolinian was so hot that she melted and became oil. Any in it wasn't sure what to do with this precious oil, so he put her into a bottle, wrapped her in the blankets and pillows, and dropped her down to earth. Now, at this moment, one of the women of a pony Bolinian's town was at the spring dipping water into her vessel when she heard something fall from the sky near her and land on the sand with a soft thump. Turning to look, she beheld a bundle of beautiful blankets and pillows which she began to unroll. And inside, she found the most beautiful woman she had ever seen. Startled by her discovery, the woman ran as fast as she could to the town, where she called the people together and told them to come at once to the spring. They all hastened to the spot, and there they found a pony Bolinian 
for whom they had been searching everywhere. Where have you been? asked her father. We've been searching all over the world and we could not find you. I've come from the neighboring town of Pindayan, answered a pony Yen slyly. Enemies of our tribe took me, and I made my escape while they were asleep at night. All were filled with joy that the lost one had returned, and they decided that at the next moon, since they had no calendar except tracking the cycle of the moon, they would perform a ceremony for the spirits and invite all the relatives who were mourning for a pony Bolinian. So they began to prepare for the ceremony. And while they were pounding rice, a pony Bolinian asked her mother to prick her finger where it itched. And as she did so, a beautiful baby boy popped out from the drop of blood. The people were very much surprised at this, and they noticed that every time he was bathed, the baby grew very fast so that, in a short time, he was able to walk. Then they were anxious to know who was the husband of Aponibulinian, but she would not tell them, and they decided to invite everyone in the world to the ceremony that they might not overlook him. When ripe, the betel nut is covered with a golden husk. So they sent for the betel nuts that were covered with gold, as they said. And when they had oiled them as customary, they commanded the betel nuts to go to all the towns and compel the people to come to the ceremony. If anyone refuses to come, grow on his knee, said the people to these betel nuts. And the betel nuts departed to do as they were bidden. As the guests began to arrive, the people watched carefully for one who might be the husband of a pony Bolinian, but none appeared, and they were greatly troubled. Finally, they went to the old woman 
who was able to talk with the spirits and begged her to find what town had not been visited by the beetle nuts which had been sent to invite everyone. After she had consulted the spirits, the old woman said, You have invited all the people except any in it who lives up above. Now you must send a beetle nut to summon him. It may be that he is the husband of a pony balina yen. For the six o'clock vine carried her up when she went to gather greens. So a beetle nut was called and bidden to summon any in it. The beetle nut went up to the son who was in his house and said, Good morning, son. I have come to summon you to a ceremony which the father and mother of Aponibolinayan are making for the spirits. If you do not want to go, I will grow on your head. Grow on my head then, said the son. I don't wish to go. So the beetle nut jumped upon his head and grew until it became so tall that the son was not able to carry it, and he was in great pain. Oh, grow on my pig, begged the son. So the beetle nut jumped upon the pig's head and grew, but it was so heavy that the pig could not carry it and squealed all the time. At last, the son saw that he would have to obey the summons, and he said to the beetle nut, Get off my pig and I'll go. So, any in it came to the ceremony, and as soon as Oponibolinian and the baby saw him, they were very happy and ran to meet him. Then the people knew that this was the husband of Aponibolinian, and they waited eagerly for him to come up to them. As he drew near, however, they saw that he did not walk, for he was round and then they perceived that he was not a man, but a large stone. All her relatives were very angry to find that a pony Bolinian had married a stone, and they compelled her to take off her beads and her good clothes, for, they said, she must now dress in old clothes and go live with the stone. So a pony Bolinian put on the rags that they brought her and 
and at once set out with the stone for his home. No sooner had they arrived there, however, than he became a handsome man, and they were very happy. Now, it was their people's custom to make numerous ceremonies for the spirits. During this period, animals' small houses are built, and mediums deliver messages from the spirits. There is much feasting and dancing. The sun said, In one moon, we will make a ceremony for the spirits, and I will pay your father and mother the marriage price for you. This pleased Aponibulinian very much, and they used magic so that they had many neighbors who came to pound rice for them and to build a large spirit house. Then they sent oiled betel nuts to summon their relatives to the ceremony. The father of a pony Bolinian did not want to go, but the beetle nut threatened to grow on his knee if he did not. So instead, he commanded all the people in town to wash their hair and clothes, and when all was ready, they set out. When they reached the town, they were surprised to find that the stone had become a man, and they chewed the magic beetle nuts to see who he might be. It was discovered that he was the son of a couple in a pony Bolinian's own town, and the people all rejoiced that this couple had found the son whom they had thought lost. After that, all danced and made merry for one moon, and when the people departed for their homes, any in it and his wife went with them to live on the earth.